0: hello and welcome to the i'm walking here podcast come and listen as some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while welcome to an episode of i'm walking here i'm your resident maslow as always in music. Join my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Holds. How you doing tonight, Bryce? Not, I don't know, honestly. It's been a weird night. Tonight has been a weird night. Uh, this is like our fifth take at this. We're not even using Discord right now to communicate. We're on a, a Google Hangout call, so... um am
1: change it up. This might be the new wave, honestly, but it we'll might, see. It might
0: be, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll hold off on that. This might be a, con- a contingency option. Should Discord decide to not want to see us succeed in the future? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking um, of uh, succeeding,
1: some te- NCAA tournament did succeed
0: yes, since our last some teams recorded Microsoft.
1: Um So I was I was saying, hey, the tournament has been pretty mid up to the round in the Sweet Sixteen, but we got to the Elite Eight and bruh. This is probably one of Raza who will be on next like, um he said this is probably one of the best of um in the last couple of years and honestly, yeah, um, uh, I didn't get okay. it. All these games are pretty
0: good, so I could definitely uh I could definitely see what Raza meant by that and um I guess we might as well just get into the recaps then because these games were really good. Uh starting So off, I'm just gonna Oh you start. You go. You go. You go. I was going to start off with number three Texas Tech upsetting number one Gonzaga seventy five sixty nine. All this. Um. You did not. not no, I did but, not do very good. Bryce did a lot better than I did. One. Um.
1: In the four games, what did you do? Two and two, or uh, one I and three?
0: I, I believe the only. I believe I, I went one and three.
1: You only got the Auburn one right. Yeah.
0: That's right. No, you you picked Purdue. I did. I was torn on Verd- Purdue and Virginia. You did. I, you see, I remember. I picked Gonzaga and Purdue. I picked the wrong upset and the wrong favorite.
1: All right, but yeah, Texas
0: Tech. They were gonna do they. They clamped up. They scored enough. And honestly, I mean, against the a against, against fire. a really good offensive team like Gonzaga, holding them to under seventy points. This is probably the best statistical. In college basketball
1: this year was Gonzaga and Texas Tech. Just
0: Texas Tech didn't have manhandled on this game. It was close, but like,
1: I mean they they controlled the pace, and that's what they have to do every game if they
0: want to um,
1: to win the championship. They got to keep doing it. Two more games.
0: Uh yeah, they're a very capable team. They've been. I mean, they definitely earned this spot in the Final Four, so. You know, holding a yeah. team like Gonzaga to under, under 70 points, uh, there's no reason why Texas Tech can't win it all. I know we're going to get to that in a bit, but... I, I know I doubted them. I I don't have any doubts in them anymore, because... That, that <laughs> was, yeah, that was a the win.
1: They beat the number two seed of Michigan by 19. Uh,
0: I know, yeah, I know, but...
1: I mean, Texas that hasn't watched might say, well, maybe they've had an easy road. Had an easy road.
0: Not really an easy road. They've
1: beaten I mean. in the round of 32, beat Buffalo. It was a great offensive team. They beat them. Then in the Sweet 16, they had number two, Michigan Team, the first seeded Gonzaga, and they beat them.
0: Yeah, no, it's. um. They Texas Tech has been playing some really good teams and they're showing up playing their best basketball, so they're gonna be playing their
1: third two seed. Uh um in their next game. They've, so they've they've beaten a six, a two, and a one two if they win their next game.
0: Uh yeah. Yeah. That's they're 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 grinding it out against really good teams and like I said, I don't really see much of a reason why they can't win it all right now.
1: The two they're playing, uh, Michigan State,
0: they upset Duke. Yes, uh, I was kind of hoping we'd save this one for the last because I think this is probably the mm, biggest. I mean, yeah, one. you've already mentioned. I didn't mention that. Number two, Michigan I State beats number two. one Duke, 68 sixty-eight, sixty-seven. So Zion's definitely played his last game at Duke. Cam and R.J. Oh yeah, Zion last game at Duke. Trey Jones is yet to be seen. I don't know if he's going to leave yet. but um, If Trey Jones decides to declare for the NBA draft, where do you see him going right now?
1: He's probably a mid... Because I don't think he's... Because Kobe White committed to... you got John Moran... I think are going to go over him. Oh. Um, for the draft, I could probably see him being
0: a mid-first-round pick. Yeah, I could see that. I'd say, I'd say about the same. Mid, maybe so, towards the early. Well, so what? Is Barrett
1: Zion's going number one, of course. But where do you see Radish going? Because you could say after this tournament, you could say like, and him. You could say obviously John Morant is better than him. Of course, uh, you yeah. can. Out of like prospects over Cam Reddish.
0: Uh, I think it's going to be depending on what teams need as to where Cam Reddish falls. So I'm not going to give you like a perfect. I'm not. Or I'm not going to give you, like an exact where is he going to land. Because I think it's going to depend on how the draft goes in terms of like who gets picked when, and then relating that to what teams need a player like Cam Reddish right now. So, I mean, I think he's uh, a 10.
1: Probably in the lower half, of course, but I don't know, man.
0: Yeah, we'll have to... Well, I think we'd have to see about that just based on, like like I said, where teams need them. But, uh So,
1: the Virginia, they outlast Purdue in overtime by five. Yes. I mean... Virginia has been shaky, you know.
0: Virginia has been shaky. Really, I mean, they obviously have lasted long enough to get into the final four. Um, I'm not very confident in them, and that's part of the reason why I picked Purdue last week because I thought that Purdue had been playing better basketball, and like, obviously, they got held to five points in overtime, which isn't ideal but no. um you know virginia they they're at least playing good enough to stick in it so i guess that's all i can really say about that it's uh i'm not confident in them moving on any further than the final four right now but uh yeah
1: you can't go much further than the final
0: four but uh, well i'm not i'm not i'm not sure how confident i am going <laughs> to the national championship winning the national championship I'm not sure how confident I am in, in that right now. Like they're the team in the final four right now that I'm probably the least confident in.
1: All right. Well, we're going to get back to that. So, cont- to Auburn, probably the second hottest team in the nation, honestly. Um, they've been on fire. They killed North sixteen.
0: Yeah. Auburn's they've been, Auburn's just been bringing the pressure and, uh, You know, they got off to a bit of a sloppy start against Kentucky this game. They brought it back together, forced overtime, and then they kind of just dominated overtime at the end. But, um, you know, Auburn, they've... Like you said, they're hot, and... They are. I I don't know if I could say that I could see them winning this round, but I'm not 100% sure about that yet, so it's
1: is like by one, and, and there's an open three. Like, if that, if that coast state hits that open corner three, or it happens, Omber's like oust in the so, yeah, no, right. In like it's... And it's Carolina this didn't happen, but you never know, could have been Kentucky.
0: Yeah, it very easily could have been done. I mean, I don't know, but the fact is Auburn's here, and I mean... Yeah, we, Auburn's there. We've got our Final Four. Um, you want to just go into the matchups? Because... i go
1: going to first. All That's right, so
0: both of these games are on Saturday, the day that this is going up, April 6th, 2019. Yep. Uh, at 6.09, Eastern Time, number five Auburn against number one Virginia, UVA favored by five and a half. What do you think, Bryce?
1: I'm taking Virginia. I know Auburn. Auburn's the second hottest team in the nation. I understand that. But like I said against Purdue, a team like Auburn doesn't beat Virginia. You have to be a stout defensive team to beat Virginia and Auburn is just not that, and I don't think Auburn's getting it this week.
0: Yeah, this is definitely going to be like a very offensive game right now. Like the over under set in one hundred and thirty one, so um, I, I think I'm gonna t- I take the over on that one. I think both these teams are very good offensively. Um,
1: well, Auburn, that because like UVA is probably,
0: very, I don't
1: think I'm gonna take I would take the over on that. UVA is probably going to slow. UVA is probably gonna make them, make Auburn play that slow, grind it out kind of game they like to play, and I don't think Auburn's gonna be able to do. That. That's the main reason why I'm taking UVA.
0: Yeah, I'm taking. I'm yeah. gonna take UVA as well, but I don't know if hold Auburn is a team that does like to go very fast paced with their basketball. They don't like to do the slow ball that UVA is gonna try to hold them to. But I feel like the issue with holding into to a slow ball like that is that like a red-hot team like Auburn might try and take advantage of that. And they might start trying to pick apart the slow the slow game. Maybe. Try to force Virginia to keep up with them. I don't know. I if mean, the... There's there's two different approaches to that, really. But I do think Virginia pulls away uh, the w.
1: UVA do, I mean UVA does this slow ball game well. Like, UVA plays that game to excellence. And I don't think Auburn is going to be able to get them... If if UVA is able to set the tone and play their game how they want, may as well just turn it off and wait for the next game to start.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's also very true. Very true. All right. We all know, but you can announce it. So, uh couple hours after the start of that one at 8.49 Eastern time. Number three, Texas Tech going against number two, Michigan State. Michigan State favored by two and a half.
1: As Frito, um, as...
0: I got the horses in the back. I got Texas <laughs> Tech. Oh, I got it. Yeah, no, Frito, uh, for those of you who saw what Frito said, we put out a poll saying, uh, who was your pick to win it all once we got the Final Four? Um, I don't remember who won. Did Texas Tech win that poll?
1: Yes, Texas
0: Tech won that poll, yes. So Texas Tech won the poll, but uh, Fredo had probably the best answer out of anybody when he just quotes it saying, I got the horses in the back.
1: Yeah, I got the horses in the back. I got Texas Tech. I don't think Michigan State is going to be able to beat Texas Tech. Michigan State, yes, they're good. I understand that. But I, in Texas Tech, you know, I just don't, I don't think they can do it. Maybe they, I, I think they're talented enough to do it. And it's not about talent, honestly. Talent wise, I would say Texas Tech is like the third best team in, in the Final Four when it comes to a talent. No hotter team than Texas Tech.
0: Yeah, I mean none. All right, so obviously Michigan State just beat Duke. It was only by one point, but a win's a win. Texas Tech has just been so hot. I have a hard time picking against them. So that's why I'm picking Texas Tech.
1: Except when it was against Gonzaga last week. You know
0: what? uh would we, we're, we're just uh you know what? We're just moving on. <laughs> so you're just me i well, I told you I Texas wasn't Tech. I wasn't 100% sure about Texas Tech going into that Gonzaga game. I am they're the, the other team I'd be the most confident in right now.
1: Yeah, they're the hottest team in basketball. Basketball is about streaks, and Texas Tech has been killing everyone except Gonzaga. They didn't kill Gonzaga.
0: No, but, but they've they, been beating up everyone. They, they did an effective job in dealing with Gonzaga, who's yes. on offense, so you know it's. I, I'm sold on him. <laughs> now you're sold? After Gonzaga, absolutely.
1: So, we can ship game, then, Yes. take
0: you. So, since this episode will be up on Saturday, we won't have a new episode up until then, next Saturday after that. And the National Championship is on a Monday for God knows what reason. 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Monday, April 8th. Right now, we've got Texas Tech against Virginia. Who would you take and why, Bryce?
1: I'm taking Texas Tech. I think Texas Tech can beat Virginia. Texas set. I said it. We need a defensive team to beat UVA.
0: And Texas Tech's the best of the
1: defensive team. In the like nation, if so. you to a dictionary that just said defense, like the word's just defensive. It's a picture of this Texas Tech team. It's the text. You cannot. This is the team. Like if, like I'm very confident as gonna get turned against me by raza if uva wins obviously and uh it'll be well, fun if, if
0: uva loses we got a raza we got a new raza card oh trust us. me i have plenty oh we know you have plenty don't worry i have plenty we content in the bag bro
1: but you do too by huh? the way but remember we recorded that video one time <laughs> there oh you know what
0: hmm I've got that video lying around on my computer somewhere. i have to find yeah, it. But, um, yeah, you'll find it.
1: But I think Texas Tech is going to bring it home. This
0: yeah, so um, I agree with you. Um, after Gonzaga, I was convinced, yeah, this team, This there's no way this team doesn't win at all. Um, now that I've said that, they're probably going to lose on Saturday. But Mich- Michigan State's going to slap them by, like, 15 Michigan's, or something. Michigan State wins by 30, <laughs> and I look like an ass. But, um... We know, both
1: just picked Texas.
0: We both just picked Texas picture. Tech, but I guess that'll really come down to what Raza picks. So uh, stay tuned, Twitter fans. Oh, UVA. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about, He's I'm a, talking about picked- the Saturday games. Oh, we
1: probably Texas Tech. We Probably have the same picks. I, I, I hope not. I want to be right. <laughs> <laughs> we just we had this for everything. I think I'm feeling right now.
0: All right, yeah, so, um, so yeah, just to recap that, we've got UVA Texas Tech in the national championship. Texas Tech wins it all. Shout out Patrick Mahomes. All right, anyways, um, (laughs) you want to move on to baseball now because we have some baseball to talk about.
1: I do want to move on to not words I thought I'd say, but this is what it is.
0: So, to start off, uh, we got a couple of uh, a couple of uh, transactions made uh, for s- the first one. Uh, I'd say a top two shortstop in the AL East, depending on who you ask. Uh, Xander Bogarts uh, got a nice contract extension. I'm trying to figure out a... I'm trying to find how much it was, because it was like a healthy well, amount, but it wasn't like... Uh, I don't know. Really too play. much. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd say too much necessarily because I feel like some team uh, would, uh, pay so that, pay some would pay him that, but someone would. that pay but him. doesn't mean you. Should. That doesn't yeah, mean he's a talented team. player. So it's a price I'll yeah, pay.
1: He's not walking through that door. It's it's fun. It's uh, just like I can't I ba- can't find how much it's worth, bag.
0: but I think it was like somewhere like six years, one hundred twenty million or something like that. Which I mean, for a player there like is. Xander Bogarts, sure, it's a little bit over a little bit of an overpay, but it's not like an egregious overpay. Well, okay, my problem is you just threw the bag at two players that aren't Mookie bets. That's and... that is a, that is a concern. Um oh. the whole thing about that with uh, Mookie is that. Um, I don't know how much the luxury tax number is going to be for next year whenever he hits free agency. And I also don't know how much money's coming off the books. With We've got like one bad... We've got the Panda's contract expires this year so that's all money off the books. Um, I think Hanley's contract is up next season. Mm-hmm. And then we've got like... Uh, Still paying
1: Manny Ramirez?
0: We're still paying Manny Ramirez, but that's not that's not putting a huge chunk out of our uh, luxury tax. Um, uh, Rusny Castillo, no, that's a new deal. that That one's going to be hurting for a while because he's he's going to be in Worcester for a while. Um, so yeah, no, uh, with the Panda and Hanley's contracts coming up soon or uh, expiring soon, that's going to get a lot of nice dead cap money off the books. Um, depending on if Dustin Pedroia is going to stick around or if he retires. Ideally, he restructures his deal because he's getting old. He hasn't played any baseball the past two years, really. Mm-hmm. And, um, hopefully, that means that we can get more money out of the cap that way. Because I, I think you're kind of underestimating how much money those contracts are bringing off the books. Like, Pedroia was like a $15 million cal- cap hit last year. The Panda was like $11 million. Hanley was like $14 million or something. I don't know why I let him go, honestly. Nah, there were some legal issues. Uh, I don't think anyone, you know know what it was? He got arrested for, like, drug possession down in Miami or something, and it turns out he had some connections to, like, uh, a a cartel or something like that. I mean, he's (laughs) he's in Cleveland, or he's with Cleveland right now, so I guess that dropped, but that that was a headache that uh, they did not want to deal with.
1: Well, I just think, because personally, a lot of things are pointing to me that say, like, I don't know if y'all want Mookie back. (laughs) Because, like, I feel like if you wanted Mookie back, right, and you were like, because look how aggressive they've been with their players. Like, because Sale, they were like, all right, here's the bag. Bogarts, all right, here you go. But, like, Mookie, they're just like, eh,
0: we can wait. I think, here's what I think. I think the Red Sox, they... I don't think they just want to say, "Hey, Mookie, all right, you can go in free agency." They also don't want to like throw Mookie a forty million dollar a year contract. Because when I say, like, I mean, I know they a lot of money's coming off, but not enough to justify a $40, forty million a year contract.
1: Well, okay, if there's a player on the Sox though that you're paying forty million
0: a year, it's Mookie, definitely. Yeah, it's Mookie. But we that's... don't have the cap for that. So I think they're trying yeah, to well, they're trying to find a middle ground here. Do you have the cap to give Sale all that money, and Bogart's all that money? I mean, Bogey's getting like a $19-$20 million cap hit. It's... It's... I it's, uh not yeah,
1: understand why... And why throw...
0: And I think Sale... I mean, I know Sale's gotten off to a rocky start oh. this season, but I still think he's going to be worth that contract, at least for the first uh, few years. He won't be
1: the like before they tell. Like he would be this like that was like still great Drag and I don't think they should. Have. I think they be and let sell go. But
0: well, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe obviously I want to keep Sale around because he's he's a top pitcher in baseball no but not a few years from now we can revisit that contract and talk but for right now I'm happy with it I'll if he can get like if we can get like three more years of him being like the number one and then he slowly transitions into like a number two and then maybe even a number three option as we get younger cheaper guys I won't be upset with that yeah but it is like like now, like, right now, everything's. I think everything's gonna be all right for right now. His ass, like it's bad. I don't. I'm. I mean, look, we're but eight games into the regular season or something. Right now, like at in this moment, right now, I'm not worried about the 2019 season because it's like nine, eight, nine games in it's eight games because we've played two four-game series. Um, so we've played eight games out of 162. Um, that's like, we're like 2% of the way. We're not there yet. We're talking about Sale, I rate. I know, I know, I know. But, but you're, I thought you were talking about Sale like but, so far this season. Well,
1: my problem with Sale, I don't think he pitched too bad. I didn't see it, but he had a 21-year array around I mean, that's different. And it doesn't like you don't view how a pitcher is doing.
0: I mean, he's had two starts this you know? season, and obviously not ideal starts. But again, like I said, did he do goodness for Oh yeah, he did really good in the second. Well, all right, he he didn't get a lot of strikeouts. He didn't. He's not getting a lot of swing and misses. He held him. He held him to one run. Unfortunately, that one run was enough for the A's to win the game. But yeah. I don't know, I, he, he's, like, he's been giving up a lot of walks, uh, the hits have been, he's, he's had a high whip this season, I think, just, like, to start it off, and obviously, it's still early, I think, he didn't get a lot of, he didn't do a lot of spring training throwing, so I'm guessing that's gonna be a contributory factor to this, but, um, in general, I'm not too concerned. Uh I'm frustrated with how it's starting, but like am I worried right now? No, not really. Let's get into that. Yeah, um, let's we can get into DBA, it. DBA. uh I did DBA. want to talk about one trade actually before then because uh Oh here it goes so um honestly like Kevin Pillar he's like what a top three defensive outfielder in the M L B I think so, yeah. For sure, Michael Glover. All right, so he's for sure a top three. You can make an argument for the best one. There's a couple of people you can name top. But um, Kevin Pilar, you know, the man that makes all the Superman catches for uh, Toronto, well, he doesn't do it for Toronto anymore. He does it for the San Francisco Giants, who I guess they think they're competitive still? Or I guess guess adding Drew Pomeranz turns him into a playoff team now, apparently, all of a sudden. Is that how just it is? Nah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a reason why the Red Sox had Evaldi throw six innings of relief the night before his start in the World Series instead of go to Pomeranz because, uh, yeah. yeah, he's he's rough. But you yeah, know, uh, Kevin Pillar, he's going to be a Giant now. Um, don't really know why they made this trade because they traded some prospects to Toronto for him. At least I think it was prospects. It might have just been regular players, yeah. but. I don't know if, I mean, he's he's cool. a easily a great defensive player. You know, he's he's easily a top three, like we just said. I don't know if it was worth sending prospects that you've been developing. Maybe they're not going to be as good as Polar. but do you really want to trade three prospects for a team or for a player when your team is not in any position to compete right now? I don't really know. I don't think so. No, probably not. <laughs> But uh, you know right. what? It's that's. I don't know. Maybe the Giants think that they're gonna like, compete. But then again, who <clears> knows? Baseball's gotten off to a kind of fucked up start. I mean, for God's sake, I think the Orioles are in first place in the AL East, and neither of us left they fifty I games. Think so. I'm not sure. Uh, no, the Rays but are the, because, because the the Orioles team. are a team. Orioles are a game back, and I don't know how the hell they're competitive right now. We can we can talk about that for a little while because. Why are the Orioles competitive right now? Like I know they've played it's they've played seven games this season, but they're doing better than the Red Sox and the Yankees. Well, yeah. so I mean, they traded that, They traded literally anyone on their team that was worth a damn. That is true. So like I I don't know maybe they maybe this is just like the underdog misfits team that goes on to shock everybody and just win a shitload of games trust me it, it isn't I, I, I really hope it isn't because that would we're gonna have some really bad takes from last episode then because we said a lot of well, shit listen. about the Orioles listen it's a Earth,
1: when we're... I, nothing you see right now is all that important. I really hope that's the case because um, so I'm gonna start because you talked a lot about your team already uh, for baseball, so
0: both. Um, Sorry, you, you cut out for for a second, see, Bryce. Can you just kind of repeat that? Because uh, I know where you're going, so, with this, but they don't.
1: Okay, so both of our teams are Yankees and Red Sox fans. Have been a little shaky.
0: Bit of a rocky start to both uh North
1: to seasons. start the. you, but you could go more into that. I'll, I'll um, go
0: more into that in a sec. The,
1: the Yankees for. Um, we've dropped both of our series so far, and we played Baltimore once and Detroit. Um, games. I don't, I give a slight pass, because I understand the Yankees are playing from like a hospital right now. We're not healthy.
0: That's true. You guys have like 11 guys on the DL right now, or excuse me, the injured list, not the DL. Some of them are DL, some of them are injured list. But no, we have well, st- everything's the injured list yeah. now. The DL isn't a thing anymore. Oh,
1: no, it's okay. Listen,
0: it's 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 the DL <laughs> and everything but name.
1: I mean, oh. Until I die, I okay. Is that, is that acceptable? I, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Shit. Well, Stands out. Anduhar's out. Tulu just went down like yesterday. Batanzas is out, Severino's out. It's like, it's like anyone you could name that's relevant to the Yankees. And other their than success.
0: Aaron Judge, other than Aaron Judge and like Gary Sanchez. I mean, well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be saying anything about Sanchez's success today because he had an absolute moonshot today to win the game for you guys. So, solid start He's already home runs. Maybe more than that? I'm not sure. I don't know. I haven't been gaming up. I just saw on Twitter that yeah. he, hit a, he hit a huge home run. A very nice home run today. Um,
1: but the Yankees, I mean, they're 3-4. and four. I mean, it's not an ideal start. I think we should be winning more games, but I also understand that um, it's hard, you know? it hurt, um mm. We just need to get healthy. I think we need to win all the games we can, all the games that are possible. We need, and all, um, we just got to take our losses. We have to pick our battles. Some days, you know, we got to make sure everyone that we have right now stays healthy, and we got to keep going with. Just the recovery process for our guys. I mean, it's just it's a, a staggering amount of injuries right now that I think we just got to battle through. Because the only the, the only injury I'm like concerned concerned about is Andujar's because he has a torn. Um, it's like labrum. A, I believe it? it is
0: a torn labrum. It's something with his shoulder. Which, if in case y'all don't know, oh. in baseball you need to be able to throw using your shoulders. So. Unless you're D H, but Uh well That that's that's a special case. That's
1: to me, that's the only entry on
0: Yeah, you know that's rightfully so and like um Stan, I don't stand me back. Stan, yeah, all those guys that you mentioned a- including Anduhar possibly, they'll be back soon enough.
1: I yeah. said he's going to try and play through it, but I don't know how long this case I don't know if that's a very good idea to do that. Yeah, I also don't know idea that's a good I know.
0: idea of I guy of play rugby with has idea torn the idea of the idea It's the idea of a idea of the idea of it's you of do a lot of serious idea of your idea I I not know who you
1: are but you might listen idea of the idea of the Okay, yes, but like, you kind of need your arms.
0: Good point. Especially if
1: you're playing with RB. All right. All
0: right, so. anyway, say about the, the I've, Red Sox? So I've, I've talked a little bit about the Red Sox. I was mostly focusing on Chris Sale, but uh, plenty to talk about all around with this team. Um... Well, let's just say it's not a good look for the defending world champions when you're the second worst team in the MLB when it comes to runs allowed. Eight games into the season, with fifty-two runs allowed this season already, uh, we're averaging like seven runs allowed a game or something like that, while only plating about four. That's very. That's a very high number. Of that is allowed. not
1: a. Word. Formula.
0: No, it really per isn't, trade. and there's a it, it, that makes sense why we're two and six right now to start the year. And you know, I thought I'd they had I something thought.
1: about hmm? two wins. Those two wins actually came off miraculous comebacks. We could very really easily be zero and eight
0: right now. So we could really, be zero and eight right now. We could really be. That's it's what's it's what's scary about this season right now because like we're. we're, we're I don't know. The you know, you you like to talk about it uh during the preseason or like the offseason. What bullpen does the Sox have right now? The bullpen's been Going, playing fine. Uh, it's been the starting pitching that everyone <sighs> last season it was one of the best rotations <laughs> yeah, in the big leagues. This year, <laughs> well,
1: that's the problem. It's like the starting pitching I it, it kind of happens and it kind of happened in reverse. <laughs> the starting pitching became kind of bad to start the year and the- the bullpen started playing fine. The bullpen's been playing; was
0: incredibly I mean, was fine.
1: But the weirdest thing no that's happened, day, but
0: like everyone else, has been playing great baseball. <laughs> I mean, it's just
1: I for the Yankees, it's like most of it. Like the our beef of the lineup is like out, and I kind of can accept the fact that we're dropping some games here and there. But like for the Sox, like everyone's playing; like you're not missing anyone. Everyone's everyone's going out there every day. JD's fine. Mookie's fine.
0: Bogarts had some Pierce. concerns. Pierce just came back. Yeah, but Bogarts isn't
1: like come on. Uh, you don't look at Bogarts and say, yep, that's who's going to drive our offense
0: tonight." He's a he's definitely a good offensive contributor. I mean, <sighs> but it's not he ain't
1: Mookie. Or he ain't Mookie. JD. Or JD obviously,
0: but I still think he's on the same level as someone like Benatendi or something.
1: Well, him
0: maybe. He and Benny are both solid 280 hitters, can put in 20 home runs a year. I
1: don't know about... I don't know about Bogart's home runs a year, but... I'm pretty sure Bogart had 22 last year. I don't know about consistently doing that, though. Um, So what do you think... What do you think the biggest problem is? Like, in terms of how they're
0: playing? It's been the starting pitching, really, like... uh. I, I don't pitching. know. Sale's velocity has been down very much. Uh, so, like, he usually hits, nice, like, so what, bad. 97 or so on the radar?
1: I have no idea. It's just, that's for you to tell me, bro. I, I
0: I figured you might know somehow for some reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Sale, he hits, like, 95 to 97 on the radar guns with his fastball consistently. He's hitting, like, 89 to 91 right now. And this can tell me one of two things. They're either getting him back into the swing of things and, like, He's taking things slow to start the year so he can, like, not blow out his shoulder. He can be throwing fastballs at 95 to 97 in, like, September, October. Or there's something seriously wrong with his shoulder, which I know seems like the more realistic option right now. But at the same time, in order to get, his, in order to get that extension that he got a couple weeks ago, he needed to have to pass the physical. And I feel like a shoulder injury like that, where it was affecting his velocity somewhere between he 60 wouldn't have miles an hour, he would not have gotten that, especially at that value.
1: I feel like with Sale, it's like... Maybe they are working back, but I've never seen Sale, like... Or never ever, like, seen him just be like, all right, yeah, I'll throw softer.
0: You know, it doesn't well, I mean, seem it like... sense, because, like, him. you know... If, There were obviously some concerns. There's been concerns about his shoulder the last couple of years. So maybe this is just Cora and Dana Valangie trying to avoid catastrophic injury to his arms by easing him into it. And then, you know, come by like May, June, July, he's going back consistently. And then they start reducing his workload a little bit later on in the season. Obviously that's not a good look for your franchise pitcher who you just gave a 5 year 150 million dollar uh, extension to. But if it's what it takes for him to like consistently be a really solid pitcher, I guess I can't complain about that.
1: I'm surprised you think starting pitching is the biggest issue when you when you are losing games like one nothing, seven nothing obviously 12 4 the
0: like, i mean we we've we've scored the most the bats runs got a right now the bats obviously the bats i would say the starting pitching is the bigger issue right now though but i mean the offensively um jd's been showing up which i love i pray to god he does not opt out of his contract at the end of this season cuz i will be a little distraught at that fact not going to lie but um i i don't know i May Maybe they're just getting off to a slow start. Maybe, I don't know what's going on with that, but um, th- the good thing about the offense is that while we are number 29 in runs allowed, this coming week, or this coming weekend, we've got a three-game series with the Arizona Diamondbacks, who are number 30 in runs allowed. So, mm-hmm. uh, always got to put a positive spin on these sort of things. Um, Hoping we can uh, kind of get back to the swing of things. Because, you know, it's a three-gamer in Arizona, so, like, if we can sweep them, we're back at five and six. That's a game under 500.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They do it, though. <laughs> I mean, Arizona's not a team that's in any position to be winning games right now. But now that I said that, given what's been going on with Baltimore, they're going to fucking sweep us. And I'm going to... I mean, <sighs> again. I just don't know, man. Some people I've... This means
1: But I'd be cool. (laughs) I'd be down with that. I'd be down with that sickness.
0: Yeah, I know. I know you would be. I don't know if I would be. I don't think. No, Uh, I definitely wouldn't be. That would be very not cash money of them.
1: You know the fact.
0: (laughs) It's whatever. Um. So, you know, I we were going to do predictions for like home run champions, the stolen base champions, the silver sluggers. I, I don't know if I really want to talk about that right now, to be honest. Cause like, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of tired. This episode kind of, it's kind of dragging along a bit. I think we can kind of, I actually want to, sorry, can you repeat uh, that? You kind of, you kind of cut out a little bit there. Oh, okay. We can skip that and save it for, uh, for next week. If you want, i f- Think that'll be a good idea because we'll have a bit of a better idea at that point because it's still pretty early on. I mean, I can tell you right now the home the home run champion like the national who's going to lead the national league. It's probably going to be Cody Bellinger because he's got like what well, five six home runs right now. I it all You want, but the um,
1: think that in NFL, um, actually, yeah uh Yes, yeah, so uh,
0: we've got some so for football That's not what I want. It's not the NFL. We got the AAF and the AAF just completely fell apart out of nowhere. No, I have an NFL. Have, oh you have an NFL I, have an, oh.
1: I do, yes. Oh so today a big uh big whole report, big whole big old unit of a report came on ship between the um and they it, it is said that they never liked each other from day one and a bunch of other facts. Yes.
0: So Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy, the whole saga of the Green Bay Packers. And
1: so I think there's a lot, there's a lot to take away uh, from that report. Um, But the, the, the thing that stuck with me the most um, was this, was this, it was said in the report that McCarthy ran the same had his receivers running the same routes for seven. Reasons.
0: I'm not surprised. Seven, by that.
1: but um, seven seasons the Packers were running their receivers in the, their same plays, same routes for seven years. Seven years of that. Um. And oh, I've got. I think
0: I've got one that's going to top that. But if you've got something to say, you might say it. It was was
1: Rogers. It was assumed or it was estimated. Rogers changed McCarthy's play call one third of the time.
0: Okay, that's not it because I think I've got one that I think I've got one that beats that from that story because that was the part that like that just sold it for me. Like holy, holy shit. This organization is was fucked if they kept McCarthy any longer. Um, so obviously if your if franchise quarterbacks checking out of your head coach's play calls a third of the time, that's not good. There's something going on here that shouldn't be. but when you know you know that something's going wrong, when your head coach has his assistants run the meetings, so your head coach can go get a massage up in his office. <laughs> that was my favorite part of that story because I could totally no, see you, like McCarthy doing that. The Packers GM was falling asleep during meetings. Uh, oh, that I'm not surprised about that because the Packers GM was a fucking he was a fucking bozo.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel.
0: Yeah,
1: I, some people are debating. Well, okay, McCarthy sucks, but Aaron was a. Like he's egotistical prick. Well, here's the thing. It's Like both of those things can be true.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: both. Aaron Rodgers is smart. Rodgers, ego, but
0: Mike McCarthy was a dumbass.
1: Yeah, like those things can both coexist and be true. Um, honestly, after reading all this and, and like just, I respect Aaron Rodgers a lot now as a player. I don't know the person Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. Yeah, there's some the questionable player,
0: character Rodgers. concerns when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, but.
1: Rogers I respect him a lot more this for seven years.
0: Yeah, that's that's rough.
1: Doing what he was doing, like wow.
0: Yeah. That was uh that. that was a tough article to read because it really makes you think, wow, how how much how could the how well could this team have done? If, like, the quarterback um, and the head coach were actually on the same page. I don't know.
1: No, I mean, not, I don't even know if it's, like, you could put it on. Like, if you're doing the same things for seven straight years, you're not a good.
0: Of course, yeah, no, not a good coach to be on that. But um, it almost makes me wonder, how petty did this uh, rivalry get between the two of them? And do you think that McCarthy would like purposely suck just to get under Aaron's skin if he was like that petty? I, Aaron
1: would do that if anything. I don't know about McCarthy doing
0: that. Well, like, do you think like, like, McCarthy like, called plays that Aaron didn't like? Well, he checked out of them a
1: third of the time, so it didn't that, really matter. True. I can't like if you if it's that like your QB is checking out of the play you called a third of the time. Like, the, not only is that, like, blatant disrespect, I think it's also a sign that, like, you need to not call the plays. <laughs> like, stop calling the plays, or one of you has to leave the franchise. I don't know how McCarthy stayed there that long.
0: I mean, he he was a offensive genius, apparently, for that one Super Bowl run, so I think that mm-hmm. just kind of earned him a kinda of earned him his position for a few years after that and then I think he did pretty much the bare minimum to keep his job up until uh That's it. until everything went to shit. But um <laughs> you know there was also another interesting point that article made that I wanted to touch upon. So um in the two thousand six draft when uh Aaron Rodgers was drafted like twenty seventh overall or something I'm like that. I'm pretty sure it was 05.
1: His draft was 05, 05 right, I my think.
0: bad yeah the 05 draft So uh, Aaron Rodgers was drafted like 27th overall. Uh, Number Mm -hmm. one overall in that draft was Alex Smith, who went to the 49ers. Now, granted, in hindsight, this was not a good pick. Aaron Rodgers is clearly the better quarterback to Alex Smith, but Alex Smith was a great quarterback in college, and frankly, it was a big toss-up at the time as to who would go number one overall, because it was down to those two guys. Mm -hmm. On that 49ers team... Mike McCarthy was the offensive coordinator who advocated for Alex Smith. Because mm-hmm. he thought that in just about every way, Alex Smith was the better quarterback. Just that's well, a little interesting tidbit, a little bit of depth to the story. Maybe that's where the beef started, man. I think that is where the beef might have started, because I think McCarthy... Maybe that's where the beef started. I don't know when McCarthy joined the Packers organization. Was that... I don't know. Uh,
1: do you, okay, do you,
0: so oh, you know what? He was the he was the head coach in two thousand six, so he he took over after he took over the season after he advocated for Alex Smith over Aaron Rodgers. Even into developing the team. Aaron Rodgers, while, yeah, while developing Aaron
1: Rodgers.
0: <laughs> oh man, that is well, you know that makes so much sense now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. We just tied it together pretty much.
0: That's it. Aaron yeah. Rodgers. McCarthy liked Alex Smith better than Aaron Rodgers, so now Aaron Rodgers resents him for it. That's it. We've got mm-hmm. the case. Yeah,
1: Aaron Rodgers probably won the team and didn't happen. So probably hates him for it. Uh, yeah. That that's got to be it. I think that's the EP, man.
0: Uh well I I mean we were going to mention that the AAF folded. Um, oh, we did. I, I mean there's not much just about it. Uh So it's kind of sad to see that the league died like that cuz I know you weren't a fan of the league, but I was. A lot of people no. were a fan of it. The football itself wasn't that bad. And for off for like NFL off season, I'll take it. it means I got a few more weeks of football in my life. Um, I think you just <laughs> Yeah, call it whatever you want, Bryce, but uh, addiction. Oh, it's absolutely an addiction. <laughs> I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even gonna argue that. I am addicted to football.
1: And well, so sore. Really deep down.
0: I mean, I'll be the first to admit I've got an addictive personality when it comes to things like that. But uh, anyways, yeah, yeah I'm. A, I'm kind of upset to see that the league folded like that because it's really shitty circumstances. Like uh, players from like the Memphis Express, they pretty much got told to fuck off from their hotel because the league the team couldn't pay their uh, hotel rooms. Oh, that's funny. So they kind of got so they got kicked out. Um, there are players on like IR and things like that. They got to pay for their own medical bills now because the league won't pay for them because there's no money because it doesn't like, exist. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that that is isn't. that's, that's very, very okay. funny actually. Um, that it's, is very... it's it's just kind of sad because like uh, the league showed promise and it just disintegrated like that. Uh, one silver lining from that though is that uh a lot of the guys that were like the top talents they're getting paid contracts by NFL teams now, mostly it's like yeah. practice squad um, def guys. But uh, at least that's a good thing that at least some of the guys got an opportunity because of the league, and I think that's what the AAF was originally intended to be. It wasn't intended to be like a competitor with the NFL but mostly just like a developmental thing Yeah. so uh, obviously kind of sucks to see that happen to him sucks to see a lot of people now out of a job because bad ownership uh, I-, I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Dundon like purposely sacked it he had no interest in it but uh. yeah I don't
1: know it doesn't make dollars it doesn't make sense
0: that's the thing though, it didn't seem like it wasn't it didn't seem like it was losing money for the most part. I know most businesses don't make money until like their third year. I don't I'd want to take a look at their financials to see how that was going. Obviously that'll have a big impact on it. So maybe that was the whole thing. It was a financial reason, maybe there was some other things going on. We'll probably never know, but uh Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think that'll just about do it because we've covered everything. Uh, thank you for listening to I'm Walking Here episode. What is it? Thirty four. Jesus fuck, it is thirty four. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at iwhpodcast. You can follow me on Twitter at enmq Q six spelled C U S I C K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at it's briz i t s b r i z z. You if you would like to support the podcast, you can buy merchandise using the code or using the link in our Twitter bio. Use code iwh ten for 10% off your total order. That'll do it. Thank you for listening and have a good night.